podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast as Rangers beat West Ham by three goals to one at the first of the pre-season friendlies at Ibrooks. I am Scott Carney, I'm on my own tonight due to me not being at the game tonight due to other commitments, uh, so the, all the other lads are at the game, so it's just a, a quick one from me as I bring you my reaction to a uh, Rather enjoyable second half for sure. Um, a lot of good things to get into. That is for um, absolute sure. So yeah, I'm, this won't be too long. One, it's absolutely roasting when I do these pod, these podcasts. So as it is for everyone, everywhere else. Not that I'm complaining, even though everybody else seems to be complaining about the heat. It's been rather enjoyable. But yes, uh, I am impressed with what I've seen from um, some, some things that I've seen from Rangers tonight. I think there's a. Uh, everything's just starting to go in the right direction. Let's put it that way. Uh, so before I get into the game. It was announced just before kickoff that Ben Davis has signed for Rangers on a deal worth around four million pounds. Um, stick around at the end of the podcast, and I'll bring a wee bit more reaction to that. But yeah, that was announced just before, and he was actually there. Seen him going on the pitch just beforehand with um, Tillman. Um, speaking of Tillman, uh, a wee bit disappointed he wasn't even on the bench tonight. I know obviously all these players are in different stages of the pre-season. However, we only have one pre-season game left before the league kicks off for real. And I was a wee bit disappointed that we didn't even get a wee 15 minutes sort of cameo from him right at the end. Uh, that's probably my uh, kind of biggest disappointment from the team when I first seen it initially. And no Lowry again. I'm not sure if this is a knock. It's not been reported. I've not seen it anywhere. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure somebody in the comments will tell me exactly what it is. But yeah, I'm a wee bit disappointed that we're probably not going to see Lowry this pre-season, which is... A real shame because I think we were all quite desperate to see him. So yeah, a wee bit, a wee bit gutted at that. So into the game itself, um, team was no real surprise. I don't think for me, maybe expecting a wee bit more again from the, the newer players. It's what preseason season's all about. It's what you want to see in preseason, and it's not really taking anything away from the players that are already there and done this, but. It's what pre-season's all about. New signings, good weather. You expect to see you expect to see a new signs, and it didn't happen till later on, but it was worth the wait, let's put it that way. But the first 15 minutes of the first half, and to be honest, I wouldn't even be talking about the first half, but there's a few things that I think I have to mention um, from the first half, or else I would just jump straight to the second, because that's really where all the action happened. But I thought the tempo was much better from the start of the game, um, the first 15 minutes, much crisper passing, much more conviction in the passing. Um, possibly the effect of being back at Ibrooks. I'm not really sure. Maybe the players got a lift knowing that they're back at Ibrooks and had that a wee zip in their step, maybe, possibly. Uh, but I thought Lundstrom was really great. Uh, I, I really did thought he was kind of leading the charge. And I, I like I like John Lundstrom for the pure fact that no matter what game he's playing, he seems to be playing it as if it's a cup final. Uh, I, I like that approach from him. Um, his legs aren't really 100% there yet, I don't think. Um, but as pre-season, that's what it's all about. Um, towards the end of the the, the the game, he did start to tire, but it's very hot today. Um, it's not always like this in Scotland, so um, people are kind of getting used to that, I suppose. But yeah, I, I liked I liked John Lundstrom in that first half um, for sure. And I wasn't really disappointed at anybody really in the first half. It just wasn't 
the final ball just wasn't really quite there. I thought Scott Wright was quite quiet in the game, which is kind of disappointing considering the way he's been in the in the past couple of games. I thought he's looked really positive. I thought he just looked a bit quiet. We, we did look like we were concentrating much more down the left-hand side than we were the right. I don't know if that's a, a tactical decision by Gio, if that's what he's trying to do and what the game plan was going to be to really try and get Kent and um, Barisic into the game. But it certainly worked um, to get Barisic and Kent into the game. I thought they looked much more positive, much more like themselves, and especially Borna Barisic. I thought he was... Tremendous in that first half, honestly. Uh, the Borna Barisic evolved. He was sound defensively. He was up in support with, with Ken. He was charging forward. He was chasing lost causes. Yeah, he really as if he really had a, a bit of a point to prove um, that he can be our number one. Um, obviously, I welcome on as well to the, the inevitable leaving of Calvin Bassey. It's all but been announced by Ajax, it's a done deal um, everything is, is finalised so maybe Barisic is trying to show just exactly what we've been missing when we've been playing Bassi but don't really think there's any great harm in that either, I think that's a, a positive thing for for Borna, so yeah, but in the first half, especially, I was very impressed with him, I was I thought he was, I thought he was particularly good but the best chance actually from the half came from um, West Ham. It was a kind of one-on-one Antonio was through, uh, but McLaughlin was very quick off his line to come out and block it. Um, it was good to see. And also John McLaughlin came for a cross uh, at a corner, which is just, the, I think when I, when you see things like that, you forget that goalkeepers actually do that. Again, no disrespect to Al McGregor, but it's not half common when you see a keeper being able to come out and collect a ball from a corner. Um, very, very good. But the rest of the half, as I say, Kolak had a, uh, Trolak even um, has a chance. He could probably have done a wee bit better with after a slack touch from the, the West Ham defender. The West Ham defender does recover well to to, to stop the shot, but uh, injures himself in the process and has to go off. But he maybe could have done a wee bit better with that. Again, maybe being a wee bit harsh, but we were pressing high, trying to force a mistake to win the ball up the pitch, but it, it's just the wee, the wee final bit just wasn't quite there. But as I said, I thought Kent... I thought Barisic in particular was great. I thought Kamara as well was much better. Uh, I gave him a bit of stick after the um, after the game at the weekend against Blackpool, just for again it's pre-season. I understand that, but just for not really believing in himself that that's the position that he's been asked to play, just that wee bit further forward. But because when he does it and he's passing and the quick passing that he can do, it, it works. It really does work. But he has to kind of believe in that and not try and. He's going to be playing in a position that looks like anyway when he's when he's asked to play further forward that you can't hide you, you can't hide in that position you are the one that has to connect the um the the, the midfield with the front line in that position if we're going through the middle you have to be that guy so but I thought he was much more positive today and in the correct positions as well there was a few a few times of passes passes from Rangers was really good and that's even before we go into the into the second half um but yeah so I say best you can say about the first half is it was a friendly that's really it that's the best you can say um nothing really much more to get into uh into the into the second half we made a sort three subs uh lawrence sands and matondo come on for right Suter and jack quickly on john Suter, he was okay in parts i think he got caught out a couple of times um just a wee bit of Rustiness will put it down to. I think he got caught a couple of times, but he was solid enough, uh, and he looks like he could play along Goldson, alongside Goldson, 
no problem at all. Uh, but the perfect start from the half, and it's the two new boys. Tav slips in Matondo, who drives into the box, cuts it back to Lawrence, who picks his spot and side foots into the bottom corner. A fantastic start. Brilliant to see them two linking up, and they just continue to spoil us, really, for the the, the, the next kind of 10 minutes or so. Uh, just after that, it's 2-0. This time, Tav breaks forward, cuts it to Lawrence at the edge of the box, who slips in left to Kent. He smashes it home first time uh, with his left foot to make it 2-0. Again, another fantastic goal, um, kind of a goal that we're used to seeing from, from Rangers Lawrence in really good positions uh, and to slip it to Ryan Kent who shoots and scores, then he not only gets it on target, he shoots and he scores let's hope that's a sign of things to come for the rest of this season, uh, but what a start from, from Lawrence, uh, a goal and an assist and that's definitely how to make an impact and to make a, a bit of a noise in front of the Ibrox, the Ibrox crowd on your on your Ibrox debut and then shortly after that it was it was Lawrence and Matondo at it again. Lawrence starts to move with a drop of the shoulder and our half fires it to Matondo. Uh, he breaks forward, plays it to Tav. The ball kind of comes back at pace towards Lawrence at the edge of the box, who somehow manages first time to get it back to Matondo, who's on the right-hand side of the box, and he fires it home to make it 3-0. Uh, generally, what, an, what a, a, an impact from both of them. And the football in that first... 15 to 20 minutes in the second half was very impressive, really impressive. We looked like we came out with a point to prove, and and that's the start of the second half. And it was everything just slowly starting to click together. Everything just started to make a wee bit more um, sense. And yeah, I thought everything we did in that second half of any sort of note came through Lawrence. I, I like where he played today. I like his positioning. I like where he was picking up the ball. He's not scared to drop deep as well to pick up the ball. He's a, a very promising player. I think we've got a bit of a baller on our hands here. And that's before I even get to the, the pace of Matondo that we've seen at one point when he broke down the right-hand side. He's lightning fast, absolutely rapid. Uh, very interested to see how he develops uh, under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. But yeah, Lawrence for me was that an absolute shining light in that second half. I thought he was fantastic. I really did. I thought very impressive way to to make a debut at Ibrox pre-season friendly or not. And I know that's easy for me to say when I've been criticising or I've been trying to not criticise saying it's a pre-season friendly, but that's just, that's what you want to see new players do. You want them to come in, hit the ground running, believe in themselves, believe that they can do it at, at this level. Um, and yeah, I, I was very impressed with Lawrence. Very, very impressed. I just think he was in the right place all the time. Um, even when we're breaking forward and, the, the move wasn't quite coming off a few times it maybe should have. Um, he was in the right place. He was the kind of just breaking into the box right at the right time. So I am I am very excited to see to see more of him. West Ham do get a, a goal back. Look like a foul on McLaughlin if you're going to nitpick it as the ball kind of rolled into the net. Uh, but even at that, it's a poorly defended corner by Rangers. It's one of those we've seen it before, yes, I'm not going to be worried about it because it's pre-season, yes, but uh, just a poorly defended corner, we have to do better than that, not great, uh, and it probably was a foul, but it was a Scottish referee, Nick Walsh, I think it was, what do you expect, generally what do you expect, but in the last 20 minutes, and um, we made a number of changes, um, Kent, Kamara and Barisic come off, Arfield, Devine and McCann come on, uh, and previous to that, Sakala had come on for Trolak. Again, Trolak, I thought it was good. His hold-up plays really, really good. I think the the first half didn't pass him by as such, but the, the lack of cutting edge that we really seemed to have in the, the, the final third kind of let him down. There was a few times he was he was unlucky not to be slipped in, um, but no, I, I'm still, still looking forward to seeing him develop. I think he's a 
he's a real he's going to be a real a real good signing for us. Um, Ryan was at the game tonight and he sent a, a message before and said he's a big lad. <laughs> he's a big lad, so he's got the he's definitely got the build to, to make an impact up here. Um but yeah, the last 10 minutes really were a non-event. Um West Ham had a bit of a possession and uh kind of sustained possession really. Thought Bowen looked really good for them on their right hand side. I thought he was pretty impressive for a few times. <clears throat> Left Divine for, for dead at one point, but Nothing really came of it, and it was a bit of a dead rubber. Uh, at that point, I think West Ham had accepted defeat, and we'd very much accepted uh, that we'd won the game. And when you make that many substitutions, it's always going to happen. The last 10 minutes pretty much become nothing. But yeah, we play like that this season, especially the way we did in the first 20 minutes of that, first 15, 20 minutes of that second half. We will be absolutely fine this season, that is for sure. Full-time 3-1, as I say, very much more like it for me. And uh, yeah, just one more game of pre-season to go on Saturday now, which uh, I am going to throw very much very much looking forward to that and thank you Rangers for leaving Tillman's debut for me being there at Ibrooks. I couldn't ask for more so before I go uh, I will do a wee bit on Ben Davis uh, really good signing for Rangers in my opinion um, a kind of ball playing left sided defender what more could you ask for generally it's what we were kind of screaming for what we were asking for especially with <clears throat> Holanda looking like he might have played his last game for Rangers who knows but yeah um, very I'm encouraged by this signing. Uh, the deal's going to be worth around four million. Um, I think there's one thing for sure: he is coming into partner Connor Goldson. He will be playing. Uh, you don't. We're not paying that fee for a player for him to come in and not play. So I, I think he is the the number one choice. Beat part as a two, beat part as a three. A lot of that kicking about, a lot of the rumours kicking about that we could be going to a three at the back. Very possible, very, very possible. I'm not 100% sure uh, around that. be interesting to see if it's going to be maybe Suter, um, Davis and Goldson at the back. It'll be uh, one to keep an eye on. But yeah, I, I, the deal itself, I'm very encouraged by it. Very encouraged. He might not have had the best of times when he was down south. Uh, I do still believe that he could have got a team down south. I think he's made the decision to come to Rangers, which is always going to stand in good stead with me. I think he could have got himself into the, the lower end of the, the Premiership into a team. So I, I don't really have any doubt about that. Uh, and Jürgen, Jürgen Klopp, before he left, had, had really kind comments about him. Um, saying he was a, a good guy and he's got a great chance to come to a club like Rangers and to really showcase his talent. So, yeah, I am looking forward to that one. Uh, I don't know if Saturday will be too soon for him. Not 100% sure depending on where he is with pre-season, but I would expect if anyone who could play at least 20 minutes, 25 minutes, even 45 minutes to that, will be included in the bench, uh, including new players. Um, so it will be interesting to see who we, we see on Saturday, but very much looking forward to that. Obviously, this has all came round due to the Bassi deal. Uh, it looks like in, in Sterling, it's eight, about 18 and a half million um, Rangers have got initially uh, for him up front. To me, it's on a bit of a low side, yes, it uh, looks that way on paper. However, when you see the add-ons that are going on to that, and most crucially is the 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 sell-on clause uh, being 10%, Ajax don't do that. Rangers have had to make Ajax do that. Uh, I think Bassi was quite happy to go there, more than happy to go to, to Ajax, and I think he'll do really well. I do, I think he'll do really well. Uh, the amount of money we've made on that deal is ludicrous. It is, it's absolutely bonkers, and Yes, it might seem low just now, but if Calvin Bassey turns into the player that we all expect him to, and why it hurts so much that he's left, because we do expect him to turn into that that player. 
if he goes for 50, 60 million, Rangers are getting a significant chunk of that and it'll take him well past the 25 million that everybody's screaming for. So I think it's good business um, by Rangers. I am gutted that the big man's away because I absolutely loved him the same as everybody else, uh, but I wish him nothing but the best. Generally wish him nothing but the best. He was a uh, he's got a real future ahead of him. Uh, there's a lot of clubs paying attention to what Calvin Bass is doing right now. So, uh, gutted that he's gone, uh, but I wish him nothing but the best and nothing but success. And he will always, always be welcome at Ibrox with a bucket of hat on. That is for absolutely sure. So, yes, that will do me for tonight. Um, as always, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel and like the video if you would be so kind. We will be back on Friday with at least one more podder, um, not just me. There will be someone else on Friday. Uh, the lads will bring a bit of reaction to this, and we'll round up the rest of Rangers news. Uh, and, yeah, and we'll look ahead to the Tottenham game. So, yes, uh, enjoy the rest of your week, um, which I'm sure we all will. It's always a wee bit better after Rangers win, even if it is a pre-season friendly, let's be honest about that. But we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and I'll speak to you all on Friday. Cheers, everybody. Podcast Network.